Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Tommy with District A Strength and Fitness, uh, another episode of the 30,000 Foot View. I had a really good conversation with uh, a long, a longtime client of ours at Open Gym yesterday. Um, you know, I was there kind of just doing uh, random things, taking out the trash, uh, putting on some decals on the assault bikes, you know, stuff like, you know, stuff that ownership does. And um, one of, this member came over to me and it just naturally just just his character wanted to have a conversation with me. Every time we see each other at the gym, it's it's pretty routine to spend about five to ten minutes talking. And he uh, he was acknowledging a lot of the changes that were going on at the gym. And he's like, "Man, this is start, starting to look really, really sharp." And you know, I really appreciate it. And then we got into conversation about you know growth and the next two years. And he mentioned like, "Hey, I got like a couple buddies. I want to come check this out." But they've been in the neighborhood for. 10 to 12 years. So they, they've always kind of associated this gym with CrossFit, but it's, you know, it, I'm trying to tell them it's definitely not CrossFit. And then I thought it was an interesting comment because it was the first time in a while that I had somebody say out loud the direction and vision and mission of where I wanted to take the business for the last three years. So I thought it was a very, very interesting comment and I wanted to unpack it because anytime someone makes a comment like that, I'm like, oh, they, this person obviously sees what I see. What is it about, you know, whether it's the programming, the look, the feel, the messaging that makes you feel that way, right? And basically what he said was it, it came down to the fact that the programming allows him to come four to five days a week and essentially, he doesn't feel completely thrashed at the end of it. You know, he feels like he got work done, but he doesn't feel like, okay, I got to I gotta like hobble home and I'm not going to be able to play with my kids later today because I'm so tight or beat up. And it, it really, it was a nice, it, it felt like it was like a nice bow on top of everything that Dustin and I have been trying to build for the last three years. So to get back into why we have shifted and pivoted and a lot of the changes you guys have seen in the last three years. So it, Dustin and I, I remember we were sitting in the corner of the gym when we were both seriously into weightlifting and we were looking around and, and we, we looked at each other and we just said, man, what, what are we trying to do here? Like what's, what's the point of all of this? And I don't know if it was just like the culmination of stress or low energy in the class that day or like, watching people do movements that they had no business doing or doing things that like really didn't enhance their life. It really just kind of, it, it was for, because that's what CrossFit says we do. So that's what we have to do. And I, I think we had a moment of clarity where we really just thought there has to be a better way to do this. Or like, if we want to do this, we need to start putting in a lot more effort in a lot of different things. We need to put a lot more effort in staff and staff development. We need to put a lot more effort in intentional programming, right? We need to put a lot more effort into branding and look and feel and make sure that the outward facing message that's going out to prospects and leads and future customers is congruent with what it is that we're trying to do inside the gym, right? It was, it was kind of like, you know, when you take off your, your training wheels, when you first learn how to ride a bike, that's what it felt like. We were like, oh man, we got, <laughs> it's time to, it's time to put our big boy pants on and actually act like business owners. Right. So, you know, that was right when we took over the gym and that's when we started with really small things, just changing the name, 
just changing the name from District H CrossFit to District H Strength and Fitness, right? We just we we identified that our immediate audience in the Heights, our client avatar, our ideal client avatar, all all of these people are intimidated by that right are intimidated by you see crossfit on a building there's a lot of different connotations that come to mind i've talked about this before on a on a previous podcast with moral and so we just changed it to district age strength and fitness and then the second thing that we addressed was the programming right we said okay like programming's too random and it doesn't fill the full hour let's make the strength training more structured because that's what him and I are used to. And that's what actually leads to long-term results. There has to be consistent progressive overload. It can't just be so random because, you know, after, you know, a year, you're going to stop seeing progress. You're just going to kind of be taking two steps forward, then two steps back, then two steps to the left and two steps to the right, but we're not actually getting anywhere long-term, right? And then we started like really thinking about introducing new formats, new movements, things like functional bodybuilding, things like um, just dedicated uh, pacing and like Metcon conditioning type days, things like that to really emphasize the, I I call it like the spectrum of functional fitness that we wanted to emphasize, right? And, and then obviously we, 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 found some coaches that were on board with the direction that we wanted to go. And then we started you know, kind of rebanding and making the gym look and feel like the business that we were seeing inside of our heads as a professional facility that's meant to provide professional services, not, you know, an old car garage where, you know, just the music loud, the place is filthy. And, you know, we're not, we're not, it looks like we're not really trying, you know, we're charging premium prices in a sub premium facility and it just didn't make sense. And so it, it was just, again, it was just really nice to hear this, this comment from a member. And I thought it, it might be worthwhile to kind of dive into, you know, all of these decisions that were made and the emphasis for it and where it came from, because I think sometimes members will, will see all these changes going on and it, it's very natural to not like change, even though I've gotten a lot of positive feedback about all the changes that we're making, but I think it's important for us to to kind of make sure we communicate with you all, you know, why things are being done. So at again, at a very high level, I think that fitness and strength and conditioning is meant to enhance your life. It's not meant to take away from your life or destroy you. The population of people that we have in the gym are mainly established professionals with young families. These people have enough stress in their life and they're just trying to stay healthy and get stronger and see results and maybe lose a little bit of that weight. But nobody inside the gym is trying to be an elite level athlete. So for us to program that way, it, it's there's a disconnect between what our clients actually want and what it is that we're actually delivering. Now, we can go down the rabbit hole of what is and what isn't CrossFit. But I will tell you from a business owner standpoint, from someone who's coached it, from someone who's competed in it, all of the above. Because that term is so inclusive, constantly varied functional movements at a high intensity, things like Barry's Bootcamp, things like Orange Theory Fitness, things like F45, things like Metabolic, these are all CrossFit. 
It is. They all fall under the definition of constantly varied functional movements at a high intensity. So for people to say like, oh, you guys are, are doing CrossFit, but you know, you just don't want to call it CrossFit. Well, you're kind of right because technically that's what F45 is doing too. Yes, maybe it's not with barbells and maybe it's not with like on a rig and doing kipping pull-ups and stuff, but they are falling underneath the definition. Now let's, even within the the ecosystem of let's let's say CrossFit, CrossFit gyms that call themselves CrossFit, there's a spectrum to what it is that they're doing. So like I think of true CrossFit as if you went to CrossFit.com and looked at the daily workout, that's what true CrossFit is. Now, the problem with that is if you go on CrossFit.com and you look at the website, you'll notice that you can't really create a full hour of class around something like that. Now, some zealots may argue, well, you're not supposed to. You're supposed to coach for 30 minutes, and then we do like a 10-minute workout, and then we'll do like a 10-minute cool down. And I'm just like, good luck trying to run a business around that. That's just not going to work. The average person is not there to be coached for 30 minutes, okay? As much as, yes, as much as I enjoy really, really good coaching. You got to get people moving. You got to get them having fun and you sitting there describing things and helping them move better for 30 minutes in a controlled manner. It gets kind of tedious. Okay. Especially if like, this is just one hour of your day. Okay. So when, when different gyms realized that they couldn't create a business model around it, they came out with their own structure. So you saw like a you know, a strength and then we do a Metcon or then we do like, uh, you know, some days it's, it's uh, a lot of coaching, a huge conditioning piece, and then like a, a, a accessory work cool down. So you started to see like different variations of CrossFit come out in different CrossFit gyms because they realized that they had to create a more sustainable business model around it, right? So all of that to say, you guys, is that are we doing CrossFit technical definition Kind of, yeah, but there's a lot of disagreements that I have and there's different areas that I want to emphasize within our own program because that's what's actually going to be best for the members inside of our gym. The other thing is, you know, the the, the idea that, you know, constant variance is a good thing. We, we obviously disagree with the, the types of functional movements that we're doing are meant to serve more in your you know, um, activities of daily living, not necessarily for like what I call like novelty. Like we're not doing, you know, certain movements because it's not the risk rewards is just not there. We're asking you to do something that could be incredibly risky or expose you to risk, uh, potential injury. And we could probably get the same adaptation or develop the same adaptation doing a different movement. So why not do that? You know, I always go back to like when I was doing my USAW, USA weightlifting certification, I was sitting there with, um, you know, in Austin and uh, we were talking about like, you know, why do most collegiate strength and conditioning gyms not teach the Olympic lifts? And he put it very eloquently. He said, look, like if you're in a room of 60 athletes trying to teach them how to snatch or do heavy cleans, like, and you get them hurt, you're going to get fired. You know what I mean? He's like, we, we could develop the same relative power output for a football player just by doing heavy hang cleans or heavy hang power cleans. And I was like, I get it. Totally get it. Yeah, it's completely irresponsible to try to teach like 60 Division One athletes how to Olympic weightlift with one coach in the room. Like, especially if they're supposed to be high performers outside of the gym and on the field, right? It's just, that's how you get fired in the strength and conditioning world. So 
it makes a ton of sense. And, and I, and I definitely apply the same thought process to, um, you know, the, the programming inside of our gym as well. So all of that to say, you guys, is that there's different, there's different areas or ways of implementing CrossFit inside a gym. We are emphasizing more of the health and longevity aspect of it because I don't want you to be a client of mine in your prime and in your late twenties for five to six years. And then I lose you because you have to go do something else. It's like, man, you got another 50 to 60 years left in your life. Like I would rather be a part of that er like that uh, period of your journey. Not, not the four to five years. How about let's talk about the 20 to 30 years where I can keep you strong and healthy and, and feeling like you can perform at your best. And that means that we have to be honest about the types of things that we're doing inside the gym and what's actually going to add and enhance your life and not take away and actually make you feel like you're absolutely crippled. And so when you get, when you get break all of that down, right. And people are like, well, you know, you do de affiliated with CrossFit and you know, this, this and that. And I was like, yeah, well, cause it got to the point where that made no sense. What, what are they adding to my business other than just using the name? I created the brand. I created the story. I am emphasizing different parts of fitness that maybe don't necessarily fall under the, let's call it like hashtag CrossFit umbrella, right? So then what are you adding? In fact, like if anything, especially in the Houston market, like if people are coming in looking for like hashtag CrossFit, you, we are not going to be the best place for you. If you are looking for hard hero wads and Fran and like, what am I getting in the CrossFit open? And like, this is what I'm trying to do. We are not the best place. We're not the best gym for you. There are, there are many other better gyms that are implementing that methodology inside their gym. And I'm more than happy to make a referral, but that's not what we're about. We we're going to be the place where let, when you're, when you're done with that part of your life, when you start a family and you work your way up in your career and you've developed this habit of daily fitness and daily, you know, kind of routine of movement and you don't necessarily care about what your friend time is and you don't necessarily care about, you know, what place you got in the CrossFit open, then, then we're the gym for you. That's when you start to come knock on our door because what we are identifying with is we want to work with clients that want to be strong and healthy throughout the rest of their life, not just burn it up in their glory years in their late twenties to relive their college days as an athlete. That's not what we're about. Um, so again, it, it was, it was very rewarding to hear a client tell me that because they are seeing and feeling and experiencing what Dustin and I've been working so hard to build over the last three years. Um, you know, we, we've identified that we're able to serve a larger population of people by disassociating with CrossFit, by introducing things like personal training and remote coaching and nutrition coaching and more personalization when it comes to getting you to where you're trying to get to. And at the end of the day, that's all that I care about. I'm not, I am not a, uh, you know, a martyr in the church of CrossFit. I do this because I want to impact people's lives. And the best way I know how to do that is to make it more inclusive and make the messaging more, 
you know, comprehensive and holistic and not this like roll on the floor, I'm throwing up, pukey the clown, let's do a hero wad every day type of fitness because to me that's absolutely pointless. That's that's me sitting back in the corner with dust and us looking at each other, asking ourselves, what are we trying to do here, right? So anyway, I, I wanted to share that with you, with, with everyone. And, and if, if you ever had any questions about like, the changes that are being made and the programming and, you know, where this is coming from. I wanted to kind of, you know, speak to that again, because it's important for you guys to know what's, what's happening. And when you're not a franchise like F45, where you know exactly what you're going to get every single day, where we have the freedom to kind of maneuver the business, how we see fit communication is incredibly important. We want to make sure that the direction we're going is is the you know where you want to be and where where you want to take your fitness future as well. So with that, you guys enjoy the rest of your Monday, uh, and uh, I'll keep be putting out these these podcasts uh, later this week. I'm going to sit down with our newest coach, Coach Adam, delve into his background a little bit, let listeners know a little bit more about him and where he comes from and his methodology and you know and and his approach and why his personality maybe is a little bit different than mine and Robert's and, you know, all of that stuff, just so you guys can get a better understanding of him because he is an exceptional coach and he is an exceptional human being who's coming from a place of truly wanting to serve. And I think, you know, whenever you introduce a new person into the community, there's always going to be friction. You know, people don't like change. People don't like when you introduce like a new entity into, into a population, right? It just, it changes things a little bit. And I'll delve into that a little bit with uh, with Adam, but I think for the most part, everyone's taking to him quite nicely, and, and we'll get into his background and all that stuff. So with that, you guys, have a great day.